0: You should go there now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brundle. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you're very dismissive considering this the first week in a while where actual new games are out. Oh,
1: God, yeah, Metroid, which, uh, of mm-hmm. course, I don't have, because Walmart, despite almost two years of a pandemic, hasn't figured out how to get new games in. So that's neat. I <laughs> have I it. Haven't... Oh, well, you have it so much, you have a second fucking copy of it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I have two copies of it. Uh, neither of which are the ones I'm actually playing, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> well,
1: I do like how you have at least one, like, special
0: edition copy, which
1: is uh-huh. specifically to fleece idiots on <laughs> eBay, like, a few years from now.
0: Yeah, yeah. You gotta, Look, it's you, a good investment. It's, a, it's my portfolio.
1: That's right. Everything has to be an investment now. Buying a video game is an investment. This will pay for your kid's college.
0: Yeah, I'll someday. get sent in to be graded by those hack frauds. <laughs>
1: To be fair, I appreciate a good hustle, and I think that this is one of the best hustles you've had in a while, because, of course, this would like probably be printed in a low enough quantity, and Nintendo fans are freaks, so they will pay through the teeth. Yeah. So, it, I mean, that thing's already like going for twice as much as it is supposed to be at list value for on eBay, so... Uh, but Far Cry well, 6 is the other... Play yeah, Far Cry Six is the other big thing that uh, came out. I am playing that though, so
0: hooray! New video games. Far Cry
1: games are back.
0: Anton Castillo.
1: Yeah, I like how everyone won't stop saying my character's name all the time in case Danny. I'm like dumb and I forgot what it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Donnie. This way, Donnie.
1: Oh, Donnie. Donnie boy.
0: Um, Yeah,
1: I am having a good time with Far Cry 6. Yeah, me too. I was having a bad time at first because, uh, boy, unpatched, that thing does not run well on the PlayStation 5. Oh, did Um, they
0: fix it? uh, Kind of. Sure,
1: a little bit. Uh, I don't know how much of it is just that opening area uh, in the city uh, and and escaping and then the cutscene with... uh, Giancarlo Espedito in the boat. Is like, <laughs> that's, it. that's his that's name. How sure. um, I don't know how much of it is just that stuff in particular doesn't run well and then it kind of smooths out when you get to the island. Uh, but that is as much as I played and then I stopped for a night to watch a movie because there was just a lot of stuttering uh, frames dropping constantly uh, a tremendous amount of screen tearing specifically in cutscenes. It looked like they were John Carlo being fed through one of those like AI upscalers people use to just have like footage freak the fuck out because it's funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it looked terrible, just awful. Uh, and then I oh, woke up and it was like, "Oh, we're downloading a 37 gigabyte update."
0: Who knows I' like, oh, OK, <laughs> maybe I should' have let this finish." Uh, I, I've been playing on Xbox, and um, the cutscenes do run kind of badly. But it seems like it's more just like they're locked at thirty, and they have some sort of weird frame pacing issue. Stop moving your monster can around.
1: (laughs) Supposed I I was picking up.
0: I'm being very gentle with it. picking up an Um, angel's
1: touch on this can. I'm I'm trying to mm
0: -hmm.
1: drink it as quietly as I can.
0: But the actual game ran fine. Like I didn't have any issues with that. It was just the cutscene. Stop. (laughs) It's not my fault that monster (laughs) Monster Energy drink. They
1: have the very fragile flimsiest fucking cans paper thin aluminum on these things
0: yeah i hear that anyway terrible (laughs) (laughs) um but uh on xbox it ran fine there was a part when i was sort of climbing up a mountain where i saw some screen tearing but that's been about it like i haven't noticed any major drops or anything
1: I've still been getting some screen tearing, but it definitely was like cutscenes where it was the most aggressive. And it's still yeah. like showing up in some cutscenes. I'm still getting like frame dropping and stuttering issues here and there, but it's like the opening segment of escaping that city. It felt like the game was just chugging. Hmm. Like you could not handle it at all. Uh, I have to assume that it is the patch because I do not know why the Island stuff would run better than the city stuff. I would think that the Island would probably be even more, like intense
0: uh, yeah, maybe i don't know
1: but i don't know i'm i'm past the uh first island i can't remember if you were explaining this to me on stream last week or or what but how yeah, you got it, past that first was... island and it pans out and it's just like oh christ
0: yeah yeah that was uh during our uh what you told me was going to be a spooky game stream and instead it was just castlevania
1: castlevania are spooky games they have frankenstein in it and also uh the mummy
0: they're not spooky um but uh yes it it reminded me that the far cry games are aimed at the sort of person who just wants to play one video game for a year yeah Uh, because there's a lot yeah
1: the uh i thought that first island was like fairly big and i would yeah. be doing more stuff on it than i actually ended up doing but you can get off it pretty quickly if you just sort of buckle down and focus on the story missions there's not even like that much optional stuff on that island no, so i thought they really. were they were still like slowly squeezing that stuff out and that there would be more of that to do if i just kind of broke away from the story missions and explored a little bit uh but then i got to uh libertad island that's how you say that too oh yeah I, uh and that is basically like your little hub area uh you can't pull guns out anywhere there that i found which i think is dumb because it's also where i was able to like load up on a bunch of new weapons so was like are you kidding me i gotta like take a boat out to another hmm. island to be able to test out the vinyl gun
0: I mean, you can fast travel anywhere at any time sure uh and like that's kind of the thing is yes the game world is huge but for one thing, being able to fast travel to basically anything yeah. uh, is yeah. really good. Also, like, that's when you can sort of get airdrops and wingsuits and helicopters and stuff. It uh, kind of
1: yeah, probably makes make- it a lot
0: more man- manageable.
1: Yeah, I just got the wingsuits. So, like, where I left off is uh, you're presented the option of going to one or, like, three different areas after yeah. you get to, like, the hub area. And you meet, like, different... Uh, revolutionaries are all part of different factions you gotta bring the factions in under your banner and then go kill Giancarlo Uh, which I'm excited to see how gruesome his death is (laughs) because usually in like Far Cry games like when people get fucked up they get fucked up and you see what happens to hyper real Giancarlo Espedito
0: (laughs) again not his name
1: Giancarlo Esperanza (laughs)
0: you know it, it is funny though like i have seen people saying like um complaining that the game has people saying random spanish words in the sentences but like sure. people aren't gonna play a whole game that's subtitled that's the thing like you have to have the game in english and have occasional spanish stuff to give it the flavor they're like oh right this yeah. is fake cuba um because yeah like there are freaks like me who will play the Metro and S.T.A.L.K.E.R. games in Russian, sure. uh, but most people will not do that. And even then, in those cases, like they still have full dubs for the games.
1: I probably played two-thirds of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, see, I should have like given it a beat, like John uh-huh. Linden, but I wouldn't have fucked it up. Uh, but I played like most of that game in Japanese, and then I switched over to the dub, and I kind of just stuck with it for the rest of the oh, game. I so... played
0: it in Japanese the whole time. I... I
1: don't know why I kind of just like stuck with the dub towards the end of the game. I guess I was sick of reading. It's like my eyes are tired. I just want to I mean, listen to them talk.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Just close my
1: eyes and rest here a bit and just listen to Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I get it. You want to put some sort of flavor in there. So it, it still kind of communicates that this is a culturally different place.
0: Anyway, what area did you go to first? Uh,
1: I went to go get the music freaks, uh, the Mm. the propaganda people, because it seemed like if I'm building up a revolution, the first thing I would want to do logically is have a better avenue to get my message out there. Yeah. And so it seemed like that was the best place to start. Uh, Okay. And then, uh, so I guess like they're going to still give you the same sort of tutorial stuff, no matter where you go, because I also was given the wingsuit and the option. Uh, to, like, build different facilities in, like, that yeah. encampment area. So oh, I'm yeah, guessing I guess that's just a fact that that's all of them is basically yes. the same thing. So Yeah,
0: because you have, like, an option of, I think, six things, and you can build two. So <laughs> it's probably, like, yeah, you can build two in each of these things. It doesn't seem like there's any reason to have more than one of any of them. Um, no. But obviously the first one you should get is the one that just lets you buy fast travel points all over the place. Yeah, no, so that's I, really
1: good. It gave me the two options and I looked at that one first and was just like, well, this seems like the obvious choice is to yeah. just get the fast travel thing. Wingsuit sounds good considering how many times I've kind of just like flung myself off of something and hit square instead of circle and died. Because uh-huh. I'm, I don't know, I don't know why I always do this, but like my brain gets square and circle reversed sometimes. I just okay. end up hitting the wrong button. I, I don't know what the deal is with that. But... Well,
0: wingsuit's also useful because in a lot of places, when fast traveling, you can airdrop in instead, and then you can yeah. just open up your wingsuit. If anything's like anywhere close to that point, you can just fly over there and get a lot faster.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking about that too, how many like high points there was in that first map that if you jumped off of and had a wingsuit, it would be fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just like, yeah, sure. So I Wouldn't went...
0: I went to sort of the eastern area where you go to get La Tigre and sort of the old revolutionaries from the previous uprising in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, I've got my uh, second amigo after you get Guapo, who's the uh, crocodile with a shirt. Yeah,
1: um, I like Guapo. This he fucking one... sucks in combat. Just genuinely <laughs> yeah. terrible, constantly dying, but he's a fun little goofy guy with his little shirt.
0: Yep. Uh... So I got, I think his name is Chicaron, I think. Uh, He's a a rooster with a very bad attitude, and you go around with him on missions, and he loves to just, like, run up to guys that are repairing their trucks and, like, peck a gas tank next to them and run away (laughs) and it explodes. (laughs) Uh, You, like, go on a mission where he goes in and starts wrecking all their files, and you have to um, (laughs) shoot the people that come in as they like to defend him oh, that uh, Sounds he, pretty good i should have gone there first he has like laser spurs on his feet i guess <laughs> uh and he's got like a punk outfit on it's he's pretty good he also seems basically useless in combat but doesn't matter he's yeah it's fun i it seems like even, the stealth amigos are the one you'd want and i haven't found any of those
1: yeah i haven't i'm still just with my alligator pal i haven't found anybody else um it does you, tell you,
0: if you can find them but have you uh yeah because
1: like the the dog the dlc thing uh for pre-ordering tells you like you have to go to a specific place and pet them so
0: yeah yeah and i don't know where that place is i haven't seen it on the map
1: I, yeah, I don't know either I think it's in like a part of the map That I haven't even like gone to yet Like one of the different faction areas That I didn't choose But like he's
0: a stealth one There's also, it looks like a a jaguar Or something's another one And mm. they say like you need to get these relics And return them to a cave or something I don't know, there's a lot As I said before Yeah, it's a dense
1: game For dense people
0: Got attachments Uh, You got a rocket launcher strapped to your back. That's uh, right. Which I just always save for when a helicopter shows up so I can blow it up immediately.
1: I switched it to the EMP thing because it looked like a proton pack, kind of. You squint your eyes just right and you have a couple beers in you. Uh, But yeah, that stuff is kind of neat. I do like the rocket launcher pack. Just fucking up that farm. So one of the opening missions of the game yeah. is a tobacco farm. They have to blow up a bunch of chemical tanks and then take a flamethrower to all the tobacco leaves mm-hmm. and burn them. And when you finish that up, your main character is like, huh, that seemed
0: familiar to me somehow. I didn't like that. Also, it it, it made me think about something, which is why is fire tech and games so much worse than it used to be?
1: I, yeah, I was thinking that too. Because like when I was burning the tobacco plants, I was like thinking how it was better in Far Cry Three.
0: Yeah, like the fire in Far Cry Three looked great, and he, yeah. like even in Far Cry Two, it looked really good. And then I was thinking about like the fire in Metal Gear Solid Three, and it's just like why is fire now like they can't seem to get right? I don't. It's weird. Know.
1: You would think with all the the crazy graphic tech that we have now, you can make fire look real fucking good. And yeah, yeah, it it just feels like one element of effects work in gaming that is kind of frozen in place.
0: I mean, it's actually regressed as the thing.
1: Yeah, but I I mean, like, I haven't seen it improve over like the last generation from start to finish. It's still kind of where it's been at. But where it's been at is, yeah, worse than some other games that I saw great fire effects in that are quite a bit old now. Because mm-hmm. they have Far Cry 3, like the effects in that looked great. Yep. Uh, this mission is also, of course, lacking the the element that one had where you're burning the marijuana leaves and it gets you high.
0: So you it just like, feels like a neutered news, version of that. Some music comes in, though. And Danny yeah. does say something like, oh, I think I hear music. It's like, OK. Yeah. All, All right.
1: Except it's weird because they also don't set any of that stuff up as it would have an effect on your brain. Like the poison, the poison that they use, they say that, but you're supposed to specifically avoid the poison. Yeah, I guess so. The poison is there to like actually cause you to lose your health. If you're playing that mission like real well, you could avoid getting into poison clouds entirely. And so it would make no sense that she would start like hallucinating music.
0: I mean, they give you a helmet specifically to avoid poison
1: yeah that too but even like even though i had that i ran into a poison cloud and she started coughing and losing health
0: oh so i did not encounter that i did not know. i thought it made you completely immune
1: that's what i thought too and then she was just like hacking up along and i was like i guess i need to get out of this poison cloud because like i saw i saw an item sitting in the middle of a big thick poison cloud and i was like i got a helmet i could run in there and
0: grab that the main issue i have with the game so far is um or at least it was until I sort of figured out what to do about it is uh, the gun play is actually not good. Like the enemies are pretty spongy and it seems yeah. like your weapons just don't do nearly enough damage. Then I figured out the way to do it is just don't use automatic weapons. Just use the single shot ones yep. uh, and just go for headshots and then
1: I've, I'll do it. I have mostly been rolling around with that rifle uh, that you get at the start of the game The single yep. shot one with the silencer on that
0: I've been, well so When I got a sniper rifle I switched to Having that silenced And that's sort of my stealth weapon And I just put a compensator on the other rifle And that's yeah, sort of my I, main Combat one
1: I was going to do that and then that starting Sniper rifle just felt so weak To me that I didn't bother upgrading it at all Because the regular rifle I had Was just getting the job done fine Have you found like much of the um the 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 razzle dazzle weapons the okay you pick them up and they're all studded like Mm -hmm. ocelot would take a look at this gun and just have a fucking opinion about it
0: yeah yeah some (laughs) of those are okay i i've been using the pistol uh, that you find i would assume you found it it's not hidden very well uh for the whole time because it has some pretty good power to it oh yeah
1: that thing hits really really hard at least until you get to libertad island and then you're able to kind of go in and get some other stuff that is uh maybe we're swapping it out for i i'm using the shield and gun thing that oh you that, there. yeah
0: that's easily the best of the uh, resolve a weapons or whatever they're called yeah i picked uh, that up
1: entirely because i took one look at it was like this looks like a dope ass gun i want yeah. this and then saw that it gave you a shield and, every, and everything and yeah it seems great
0: yeah it's um so there's the mission with uh, the rooster that i was talking about where you go in and by the way you kill a lot of dogs in this game Uh, if you have have an issue with that uh, steer clear
1: if you have an issue of driving a car directly into the side of a horse
0: (laughs) well that's just fun
1: do not play Far Cry 6 (laughs) Um, if you have a problem with seeing a bad guy roll up on a horse and your aim is so shitty you just like shoot the horse in the face a bunch of times instead
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh so there's a mission with the rooster where there's like a camp where they're training attack dogs. And like so you have to go kill all these dogs. I'm like, all right, you like, I hit the switch to open the gate. Me and the rooster go in. And it's funny because that's supposed to be one where it's like, Oh, check out what the rooster can do. He's cool. Yeah. Instead. It's just like, I just had that, uh, shield and shotgun and was just blasting every dog immediately as they came out. <laughs> Like I don't think the rooster killed like more than one and Danny's just like, Wow, look at him go (laughs) Meanwhile I'm just going blap. Sorry, dog.
1: Have you got the uh shotgun from the like the watchtower near like I think Mm, the um I don't know south uh southeastern part of the first island?
0: I don't think so. I don't think I went to the southeast.
1: Oh so you have to scale this big watchtower using your grappling hook, uh and you get this, uh, the shotgun, it has like a fire effect.
0: Oh, okay. Dragon's breath.
1: Yeah. So like, I didn't read the description or anything. I got the gun and when I got back down, another bad guy rolled up and I panicked and I shot him and he burst into flames. <laughs> it was just the okay. coolest shit. So I've been carrying that around. Uh,
0: yeah. For me, it's just like the DMR rifle, the sniper, yeah. and then the uh, shotgun shield. I all for- I need.
1: I forgot that the vinyl gun plays the Macarena. Yep. So when I picked that up and heard that come on, that was pretty good. Uh, not not a lot of like licensed music that at least would be recognizable to me in this. There's that. There's one other song that you get in the alternate ending, because I guess at this point it's just tradition for a Far Cry game to have like a bad ending. Okay. Uh, so I got that. Um, if anyone wants to know how to get the ending, I, I won't spoil what the ending is, but you can't at any point just get into a boat and just like leave the world map and that will give you a different ending. So There's a trophy tied to it and everything, so maybe you should do it. Although I will not platinum this game because there's a bunch of co-op trophies and uh, oh, who the fuck am I going to get those with?
0: I kind of got, uh, yeah, I looked at the sort of black market vendor in the the camp that you get. It was like, oh, this is a pretty good sniper rifle. Oh, you can only buy it using Moneda, which you get from yeah. doing co-op missions. And I did one of those, like, solo, and it was not fun. And so, yeah, no I'm doing more.
1: There's just so much in this game, It doesn't game even have too, matchmaking,
0: that... I don't think. Like, you'd have to, like, manually invite somebody and do yeah. it that way.
1: That's how I understood it is you have to have somebody on your friends list how you're inviting. So there's nobody I'd be able to get those done with. Because yeah. uh, I, I don't got no friends. I got Larry and he's playing this on the Xbox, which was a wise choice considering <laughs> the performance deficit between those two consoles. Um but yeah, I probably wouldn't have gone for all the trophies anyway just because of how big of a game it is. I just don't have the time to devote to yeah, all that. Me either. It's way too much. I'll probably like I'll I'll try to get as much done as I can. I paid my money. I'm gonna play the Far Cry.
0: <laughs> but I paid my money. <laughs> I'm gonna play all the Far Cry. That's right But
1: yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it like I did with Far Cry 3 Where I did absolutely everything Hmm. Because that burned me out on Far Cry For like at least three sequels Yeah One of those was Primal though And I don't think anybody played Primal No
0: Primal was terrible Yeah, I played like two or three hours of that And I was like "Eh, no thanks
1: What what a weird idea though for a Far Cry
0: sequel It's It's a good idea yeah just not good at all to play
1: yeah i didn't play blood dragon i heard that Blood
0: dragon was good
1: yeah blood dragon just that came out at that point where i was just like yeah but i'm done with far cry 3 yeah so yeah i'm i'm enjoying six so far it's still tutorializing me with stuff uh but it has kind of let me loose in that world now uh it is a Far Cry ass Far Cry, so if you like those games, you'll probably like Far Cry
0: Six. I would say it still has some new twists to it, although a lot of those were things added in five, mm. um, like the Amigos, companion system that was in five. Yeah, but I mean, the like just rolling around
1: the world, getting yeah, gun yeah, fights, yeah, yeah. liberating like outpost, outposts. That stuff is is extremely bread and butter Far Cry. Oh, sure. and like it's it's fine um again i was burnt out on it for a while but this is like the perfect time for me to come back and get into that stuff so i'm having a good time with
0: it something i think is funny about the game is how um you can uh, add vehicles to your list like you can call uh by scanning them with your phone except it does not work if an npc is in it so you have to like go up to it and commandeer it so they get out and then just like scan it with your phone and then leave (laughs)
1: larry i have a little uh Far Cry moment that I think you'll enjoy. Okay. So I I unlocked uh, on the map like one of the like treasure locations. Uh, yeah. Went down there, you know, got a little wristband, little thing to put on my character, and I was like, oh, you can find all these items from these different gods or whatever. So I exit this cave, and there's just an NPC there, just chilling out. She turns around, just smiles at me, blap right in the head. Just shoot her. And then the game's like, don't fucking shoot civilians! What's wrong with you? I just went up, pulled the gun that out, is? and just shot her. That's Why? it. Because it was fun! I thought it would be fun to just shoot a civilian. <laughs> okay. I was just like, hey, we're in the middle of nowhere, no one's gonna see this, check this out, no one no one will know you died here.
0: It ends up breaking the simulation, sends you back to Abstergo. <laughs> oh the I'm did in not an kill civilians. Yeah.
1: Oh god i mean that that happened at another point too where i was warned to stop killing civilians uh i saw like a guard uh who had like a couple prisoners at gunpoint he's like leading them along and i'm in a car uh, so i'm like i'm yes. gonna swerve and hit the guard and i fucked up my swerve and i hit the prisoners and i whiffed right past
0: the guard <laughs> So, I did have one situation where it was like an airfield and that was happening. A guard was uh, holding one guy hostage. Uh, I shot him. Uh, I did not anticipate the amount of bullet penetration, and so I went right <laughs> through both of their heads. Uh, <laughs> but you know, things happen. It no revolution is bloodless.
1: That's right. It's a revolution, shit happens. Anyway, I also like how the guy at the start of the game uh when the cops are out or the military rather and they're like conscripting people uh just decides to shout obscenities at them. Like that's not going to get him shot in the head. Uh-huh. Yeah, he get shot in the head. So yeah.
0: and did you happen to find on the first island it was um in one of the AA gun encampments there's a note that quotes John Cena?
1: Oh no, I
0: didn't. It's a uh, I think it's the one that tells you where the Legendary boar is that you can hunt. It says that it wants it um captured and compromised to a permanent end. you <laughs> <laughs> know like talking about bin Laden. yeah, I like that.
1: Some of those notes haven't been that good. Some of them have no, been a, I just skim them. read, yeah, I've mostly done the same. If it's a long note, I just kind of tune out and just move on. Yeah. But yeah, you kind of still want to, like, read anything if you get the prompt to read something, because it will highlight locations like that on your map, yeah. where there will well, be, like, an item you might actually want to go pick up.
0: More than that, if it's something nearby that will do that, it will even just mark it on your map with an exclamation point, like, this is an item you should pick up, yeah. it will point you somewhere else, which is helpful. Yeah. Like, I would also say... um I appreciate all of the uh, accessibility options in this, which has been an increasing thing in games in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like highlighting things you can pick up is helpful. And not really in this game. It actually does a pretty good job already of just putting icons over stuff. Although you yeah. do have to really get up on things before you can collect them, which is kind of annoying sometimes. Um, Yeah,
1: I I almost turned that one on because in the little preview window, it it shows just this item sitting in the middle of the room that, you know, if you just sort of scan the room really quickly, you might not realize that's something that you could pick up. And then the highlighted option makes it very clear without being like hitting you over the head with it necessarily. Mm -hmm. And then actually playing the game, realizing that, oh, that image is not very representative because it does do enough to highlight it yeah Uh, obviously the accessibility option is there for for people who would have more difficulty with that just in general uh so it's nice to have that option
0: yeah but that happens to me in plenty of games especially sort of open world games like this yeah where it's just like everything is so cluttered yeah like more equals better than a lot of (laughs) games seem to think now and so it's just like man sometimes i don't even know what i'm looking at like what can i interact with what can't i it's irritating oh Uh, wait until
1: we talk about a sega saturn game i played later larry (laughs) it's nothing but that
0: no (laughs) Uh, but like the the whole sort of overwhelming amount of stuff uh speaking of ubisoft i think for me that kind of started with uh, assassin's creed origins like that was the first game i played where i was just like man the ui is everywhere i all this stuff is here I don't know what to do with any of it uh, And was they it got Orson's? a lot better with that later But
1: Was it Origins or a different one That people kept showing the map a lot And it just being like absolutely Just covered with icons and stuff to do Probably Okay
0: I couldn't then, remember if it was that one or another one I There was one Odyssey. in particular
1: where, where people were just like This is fucking ridiculous Nobody is going to do all this
0: It might have been Odyssey actually okay. But yeah, it was well that plus um, origins at the time I was trying to play it on a console and that was back on my old like 32 inch TV, and so it's like first of all this isn't running super well to begin with on the PlayStation Four. Uh, second, it is hard to pick out what is what here.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, what else is there to say? But I, I'm, I like Giancarlo in it so yeah, far he's all right he's he's doing a Giancarlo carlo character he is playing the same character you've seen him played probably in half a dozen other things already that which is, is
0: which is is good. weird though like now because of breaking bad like he just keeps playing latino characters despite not being latino yes like what okay i don't know like actually I had thought that he was half black, half Latino, but nope. No. Yeah. No. Like yeah. I, I just assumed that based on the roles he had played and uh, uh okay.
1: No, he just keeps getting these roles. Like I said, he basically is just playing the exact same bad guy all the time, yeah. which I don't mind. He's good at it. Yeah. That's the thing. Is... It is a good bad guy. It is a good singular character he is playing across different media. I'm I'm into it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, I suspect a
0: box cutter on one of these guys at some point.
1: I would actually be surprised if there is not some sort of very dumb like callback thing to breaking bad somewhere else. Like they uh, they're quoting John Cena, like it's going to happen at some point. There's going to be like a box cutter thing. You find like an email somebody sent about like, Oh yeah. Like El Presidente took a box cutter to one of his, his men, mm. something like that. That's my prediction for far cry six is I think that that was very
0: point. likely. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm i liking him in this. I kind of expected that he would not show up that much. Kind of the Far Cry thing is like the villain is supposed to be some big standout thing that draws you to the game, but you don't actually see them a whole he's, lot.
0: He's a lot like um, Pagan Men was in 4, where you yeah. hear him a lot over like, the PA system.
1: Yeah, you get more of him than Voss for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and really With more which... of him than uh, Joseph Seed, also.
1: Yeah. I mean, Voss is definitely a Lady uh, Dremiscuscu thing where...
0: (laughs) Espedito.
1: (laughs) Lady Espedito, that's right. Um, Where he's just in it for a little bit and then, you know, gets killed and, and you move on with the rest of the game. But like, God, I can't remember anything about like the main villain of Far Cry 3. Just a total nothing villain. It was that lady, right? No, it was a guy. It was like an arms dealer. Oh. But like, I remember almost nothing about his characterization, because it just kind of didn't matter. Like, not only was he out, outshined by his henchman, but, like, just not a particularly memorable performance regardless, so.
0: Oh. The next uh, Far Cry, the bad guy, should just be Jonathan Banks. Like, just continue, like, sure, having yeah. Breaking Bad Better Call Saul guys, or Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk- like an Bob dictator? <laughs>
1: screeching at you over like intercom systems yeah
0: god damn it stop blowing up my bases that would be very good
1: i wanted to be timothy oliphant so he could just say mm. fuck a whole lot in it like just get getting really upset with people and yelling fuck
0: i mean no i one, just want that in everything
1: no one says fuck better than timmy O.
0: hmm
1: yeah, I, I wonder what they'll do for the next Far Cry. Uh, probably set on an island, um, you know, as dictators and probably like a fascist guy somewhere in there. You know, uh, you might burn some Make someplace. it in Russia. That'd be good.
0: And they haven't done like sort of a, like they had sort of the fake out of like, ah, oh, mountains yeah. in a four, but then most of four just looked like Far Cry 3. Yeah. Uh, so if they actually did like sort of a snowy area, I think it would be cool yeah
1: well but uh, you've been playing something else though tell me about the metroids is the metroids good
0: the uh Troid dread uh the hottest new game from nintendo uh not actually made by nintendo thankfully made by mercury steam who did uh the remake of metroid 2 samus returns for the 3ds which is pretty good but uh hamstrung by being a remake of metroid 2 which is not <laughs> a good game uh just inherently the structure of it is very boring cuz it's just like fight yeah. all these metroids they're all the same. I tried playing
1: AM2R a little bit over my vacation and yeah it, it's still metroid too.
0: Yeah. So um here they get to make a new game uh and I think it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I
1: played for the Sega Saturn. <laughs>
0: so this this is like a this is very much sequel to Metroid Fusion and It has uh, Elements sort of making good On what the um, the oh, al- no. Other Samus parts Should have been uh, Where you were like sort of hiding And the other Samus was hunting you Yeah, uh, Except they were all just Scripted parts like there was, wasn't really anything to it Here you're actually actively Being hunted by uh, Emmys Which are the weird name They're these robot things that are chasing you around Uh, And so you sort of have to kite them around in some areas and uh, solve puzzles while they're chasing you. Um, If they grab you, technically you can do sort of a QTE thing to break out, except the game also tells you this is pretty much impossible, so don't expect to do it. And I have not succeeded at it yet. Oh, good. (laughs) Um, So, like, you're, I mean, you're just supposed to be avoiding them anyway. They're like, this is a desperate maneuver in case you get caught.
1: I wonder if maybe there's something later in the game that makes it easier to break out of those encounters or something like Samus is getting stronger.
0: Because the whole thing is that you are trying to get to these uh, upgrades Mm. for your beam that will let you kill them.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, But you use that beam to kill one and then that's it. You have to go find another one. Does Um, Adam show up in this? Because you said it's a
1: sequel to Fusion and now I'm worried that Adam is going to show up.
0: Wait, who's Adam? Uh,
1: the computer that gives you permission to do things and opens up different locations for you. In wasn't fusion.
0: that? Wasn't that in? um also
1: It's also another M because the Atom AI is based off of like Samus's old yeah. yeah commanding officer.
0: Okay, I don't know. I but skipped that was like... most of the opening of this. <laughs> it was just like. Oh, uh, the the Metroids believed extinct. X-Parasite yeah, okay, also believed life. extinct. You found As a planet here.
1: Metros in captivity is, okay, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah.
0: Going to this planet, that you found footage of an ex parasite here. Go check it out. And then you go down there and Samus gets attacked by what appears to be a Chozo warrior.
1: Oh. Uh, and you don't, oh, no. even,
0: you don't even see the abilities this time. It just, like, cuts forward and it's like, yeah, weird. You lost all your abilities and uh, you have amnesia. I don't know. Oh, Weird. Samus
1: has amnesia now?
0: <laughs> well, she doesn't remember what happened to her to make her oh, lose her abilities.
1: Okay. It has to be like, oh, they're they falling back on that very tired trope of a character doesn't remember anything now.
0: No, it just but... doesn't remember like what took her abilities. Um, uh-huh. I'm hoping that in normal Metroid tradition, uh, your suit upgrades will make it look less stupid later on.
1: Yeah, I don't like the color scheme of that new suit at all.
0: It wouldn't look so bad if the helmet wasn't still red. But this, like, regular red helmet with the blue and white looks really bad.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Um,
0: Of course, that is partly because uh, she still has some Troid DNA in her. um, Because the computer does say, Hey, because you still have some Troid in you, uh, cold areas will hurt you. Watch out. I've not encountered any cold areas.
1: Metroid Spring, their DNA all over women in Paris, France yeah eric andre, the I know. eric andre i understand yeah. it's from eric andre yeah. it's a show on adult swim called the eric andre uh, but, show.
0: um metroid dread um, i will say plays really well uh feels really fluid which yeah. uh is important um, i
1: i hear it runs at a mostly stable 60 frames a second there's a few dips in
0: certain areas but Correct. That's what they say on the Digital Foundry. I'll take his word for it, as I've been playing it through an emulator uh, uh, to run at double native resolution, and it looks very good. Well, well friend, friend uh, of the show, comparatively,
1: <laughs> friend of the show, Danny, uh, not to be confused with Danny from Far Cry Six, different Danny, <laughs> yeah. uh, is a big Metroid fan, so he might be a little bit biased, but he's been enjoying the game a whole lot. Uh, but he also said that it runs like buttery smooth. So. Yeah. Surprise to me because it is a switch game, like that. That isn't to say, oh, everything has to run like complete absolute garbage, but still, like a game that is pretty consistent about maintaining 60 frames a second on the switch is Mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, But it's also Mercury Steam and they know what they're doing. Plus, this seems like it was maybe a DS game (laughs) at some point, and so it might benefit from being designed Uh, around maybe some earlier hardware.
0: Yeah, I, I still think this is a 3ds game yeah but uh, But to be clear we have nothing to
1: substantiate that other than kind of taking a look at it and (laughs) looking at who the developer is and going like probably this was a 3ds game
0: yeah uh it has some nice improvements to the the metroid formula though like the map for example um it will now just show you icons of things when you have uncovered them like if you hit a block and you see like there's a missile tank in there that you can't get to yet it will just go ahead and mark that on the map so you can come back to it later That's things good. like that are nice um you have sort of free aim for your uh, your blaster like not even when specifically aiming it just sort of moving around you can sort of shoot in analog mm. like you would kind of expect you've got a melee counter now uh which is okay, I guess. It seems like there's some enemies that you kind of have to use it for. You don't really have was... to, but it would... Uh... I
1: thought that was oh, in yeah, the uh, that was Metroid in remake. 2 remake. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. It seems like there's more of a focus on it here, I think. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Metroid Dread, uh, I have not... i played maybe an hour and a half, two hours of it. I don't think it's that long. Metroid games never are. But
1: I took a peek on how long to be to see what kind of like early times were coming in for it. And it seems like the average right now is about seven and a half hours.
0: That's about what I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Like completion, I would say probably like 10, 11.
1: That is. I would guess. That is correct. It was like 11 okay. hours for completion.
0: So. All right. As I mean, the thing with Metroid is once you filled in the map, it's kind of just like going around and figuring yeah. out which is the part I haven't gone to yet. Not that difficult. But that's also I'm, the part I like the most
1: I am in the mood for a Metroid game uh, And so I would like to get my hands on it uh, Especially because, you know, Walmart When they do their $10 off thing Like, it's a Nintendo game It's not going to drop much lower than 50 bucks. No like, At best At best, it might hit like $43 on some sale Like two years down the line or something like that But there's no reason to not buy it right now If you can find it for like 50 bucks.
0: Uh, I saw that it is apparently selling very well, uh, by far the highest-selling Metroid game so far, which is good. Well, it
1: was selling very well until Kotaku <laughs> let the cat out of the bag, and now there's not going to be any more Metroid ever! And, yeah, it's all their fault. We need to talk about this for a second, because it uh. did so much psychic damage to me, I found myself defending <laughs> Kotaku.
0: Yeah, it's so weird to be like, oh, wow, well, for once, Kotaku's doing something good.
1: Kotaku put out an article that was just like hey guys, uh, by the way, Metroid Dreads running great on emulators which, sure, it runs good on original hardware, I don't doubt that it runs good on an emulator, uh, and they gave information on like, here's what well, the
0: I can also tell you that as part of this experiment, I loaded up No More Heroes 3 and uh, at, for all of its issues on the Switch, it's still probably your best way of playing it
1: Okay, I mean, at least look, in the re-
0: so here's the thing there there are two main emulators there's Ryujinx and Yuzu mm-hmm. uh Yuzu is basically it has more compatibility it seems like it generally works better but it just runs the games as they are on the switch without any improvements Ryujinx is one that lets you like double up or quadruple up the resolution add anisotropic filtering uh, all this extra stuff to make them actually look better mm-hmm. uh, but as a result has some compatibility issues some stuff won't really run properly so yeah
1: i getting a little bit ahead of myself here but a character in the sega saturn game that i'll talk about in a bit is named <sighs> god shut up it, but no <laughs> i will not the character's name is zaboo and i thought boy this would make a really good emulator name zaboo zaboo z-a-b-o-o uh zaboo yeah that would be a good emulator name okay yeah I mean look at Ryu Jinx, come on <laughs> Ryu Jinx Yabusei that's practically
0: Zabu Yeah I guess so Yeah Anyway uh, to The Yabuse creator who is definitely <laughs> not dead by the way
1: Yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good scam though
1: Oh sure What a wild fucking story that is I don't remember I all the that. details or I would get into that But
0: Man. I would do that, like, if I could. If I could sure. get away with it, just try to scam some money out some people, like, extort them, and then fake my death.
1: Yeah, go to, what, Japan or wherever they were?
0: Yeah, they were already in Japan. Um,
1: there was some sort of thing about, like, oh, you could look up, uh, like, reporting when somebody dies. There was no reporting on their death around that time or since. Yes,
0: it, it's because, like, there has to be a list of any sort of American citizens who die overseas oh, yeah, or in yeah. another country. And there was yeah. nothing so
1: anyway it was great how they were eulogized widely on the internet <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah because uh their friends said they were died that they were died <laughs> <laughs> they were <dying>. <laughs> <laughs> and it was basically yeah, they say,
1: the, creator got passed away over it, the
0: weekend <laughs> it was basically that thing of like source dude trust me and just <laughs> like yeah okay well you know what the
1: Yabusei emulator doesn't run most Sega Saturn games unless you put an actual fucking disc in, so hell if I care. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole, design I a better it,
0: emulator. Was it Yabusei? What is. I don't or was know. Or a different
1: emulator? I don't know.
0: I, I
1: can't remember.
0: Okay. No, I thought it was like an NES one, or an SNES one.
1: It might be. I would just. I mean, you said it was Yapu saying. I kind of just trusted you on this, but also the sort of freaks that would work on a Sega Saturn emulator specifically seem like the sort of people who would yeah. run suicide scams. So could be. I don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't one surprise one me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, going back to the Kotaku article, uh, what they basically did was they explained what the Sega Sega Saturn. Jesus fucking Christ! The <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> Switch Saturn emulators are. I got Saturn on the mind. I'm excited to talk about this game later. Uh, they uh, explained what the Switch emulators are and basically how to get them up and running, which in itself is not an illegal thing to do. There's been a court case that decided this. Emulation is legal. It is fine. In fact, it is good for games preservation. They didn't tell you where to find an image for Metroid Dread. That is where the issue would have been. But of course, Nintendo fans have to white knight the company at all costs, And so there was just a lot of people freaking out about this and going like, oh, because of you, they'll never make a Metroid game again. You're telling people to pirate it the week it came out.
0: As if this would
1: be like Kotaku's fault if they didn't make another Metroid over piracy and not Nintendo's for making an easily emulatable device.
0: Yeah. Also, the thing is, if you're working in sort of like games media like that, it is not your responsibility to care about like the bottom line of the company. Yeah.
1: And and again, to go back for a second, they did not tell people how to pirate the game. If they did, no. they would have told people where to find the image.
0: Nope. So, I, uh, <laughs> like, I just it, love it, it the just... taste of Mario's boots. That's the thing. <laughs> just like licking on them. Chris
1: wow. Pratt put the whole boot in my mouth.
0: <laughs> it's okay. He's not Italian anymore. He's normal now. <laughs> I saw whoever posted that didn't post that thing like, oh, it's satire. Yeah, no kidding.
1: Yeah. Oh no Christ, the Nintendo brained people at this point. I'm gonna become movie bob, but my thing is gonna be <laughs> that we should euthanize Nintendo
0: fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's eugenics I can get behind.
1: <laughs> no, um Yeah, like like sure Nintendo's gonna stop making Metroid games because people pirated it. That's the only reason why. They would never just arbitrarily shelve the series for a decade because they can. Mm -hmm. Nintendo wouldn't do that. Even though you just spent like the last ten and a half years of your life on your hands and knees begging for them to make a Metroid game. What the fuck?
0: I mean, you know, people pirated a punch out for the Wii so much. That's why there hasn't been a new punch out.
1: Oh, sure. I mean, all the piracy that happened around F-Zero. That's why we won't get another (laughs) F-Zero. Jesus. Nintendo cares about, like, precisely two IPs, maybe three. Mario, Zelda, sometimes Splatoon. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you're... Animal Crossing. God. I'm looking for 10 years from now where there's just people going like, Nintendo should make another ARMS. Where's the new ARMS?
0: too many people pirated arms
1: <laughs> that's why they got is full of arms uh-huh.
0: oh god anyway
1: just nintendo discourse every time i see it pop up on twitter i should not click on it but i do because i need to hurt myself apparently like it gives me energy to get this angry about something that does not matter actually uh, and then i got to come on here and share all of my uh, Metroid Dread with you. Next segment. We watched segment. Malignant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not going to talk about Malignant. Because there's nothing to really to Malignant. say about Malignant except for the ending. and I don't want to spoil no. it.
1: Malignant's very good, though. It if is. Hasn't seen Malignant Everybody should yet, watch
0: should Malignant. Except now it's not on HBO Max anymore.
1: Yeah, well... I find other ways
0: to watch it then. We're advocating specifically for piracy of the movie Malignant.
1: That's right. I think that you should go out and pirate Malignant. Also, I think that you should pirate Metroid (laughs) Dread.
0: Well, again, as I said, uh, despite having two copies of the game for realsies, I've been playing with an emulator because guess what? It's Hmm. better. Oh, what? (laughs) Looks better play it uh, on a regular xbox controller instead of weird nintendo controllers it's fine
1: yeah, yeah. Another... i'm not looking forward to that because i the only thing i did not buy like any kind of a pro controller for that because like i don't use it nearly enough uh, so i was like well i got the eight bit dough and the pads on that aren't good or i can use the joy cons and that sucks and then danny reminded me helpfully that you could sync a ps4 controller to it apparently he was saying he was playing that using a ps4 controller i think don't
0: you need one of those weird adapters that have like a ton of input lag right
1: you might oh danny playing a metroid game with a bunch of input lag is such a danny move that's probably true yeah Yeah. all right i don't need to ask him anymore now i know exactly what happened
0: (laughs) (laughs) i will also say though for anyone listening who's interested in the emulation of this uh and does have a legitimate copy of course um Although,
1: to be clear, we are advocating for the fact that you don't have to have a legitimate copy and you should just no, pirate of course the not. game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so um, when playing it, I would get stuttering fairly often, and that is because it's compiling the shaders for the game as it goes, like as it um, encounters them, basically. There's a tool you can get called Emusak, uh, E-M-U-S-A-K, uh, which you uh, run that, and it will sort of detect what game games you have. Uh, you sort of direct it to your Ryujinx directory. Uh, and it will let you pre-download all of the shaders for it. And <laughs> since I did that, it's been running completely smooth. So mm. I highly recommend doing that.
1: My only familiarity with Switch emulation so far has been all the, the conversation around this specifically and uh, Dylan really, really liking Breath of the Wild emulated. So, okay. I don't know. It seems like something people should check out if they care about that stuff. I was kind of considering doing it just to have actual like backups of these games. And then I remembered like, pulling out all my switch games taking a good long look at them and going i'm never going to replay any of these i'm never going to want to replay any of these for me yeah let me let me go get a backup copy of let's go pikachu (laughs) that seems like it's worth the disk
0: space for me it was mostly just like curiosity like i just wanted to see like how it actually ran and what the process was and stuff but now i'm playing it i'm just like "Eh, i don't really want to start over
1: But there was
0: part of me that was thinking like, oh,
1: it'd be fun to do
0: a stream of
1: Metroid Dread since we could just get it running on an emulator. And then I also thought that, oh, if Nintendo ever found out about that, (laughs) they would send men to our homes to commit some extra judicial murders.
0: Sure. Dear Commissars knocking in the door.
1: Yeah. So probably not going to do that just going to buy the game legitimately. Also, I kind of want to buy the game legitimately because it's one of the few times I actually want to, like, support a specific Nintendo property that I think does not get as much love from the company as it deserves. And Mario doesn't need our help. No. Zelda (laughs) doesn't need our help. Mario's played by Chris fucking Pratt. He doesn't need any of my goddamn help. He's rich. Mario used to be a working man. Jack Black is going to be Bowser. Seth Rogen as Donkey
0: Kong. I mean, that's good. Yeah, Jack Bowser Bowser's good, too. Yeah. I don't like Chris Pratt. No. Just, like, in general. You don't like
1: Chris Pratt, like, as a human yeah. being? Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. Kind of garbage. I
0: used to, back when he was just on Parks and Rec. I was just goofy, fat guy. Yeah, it was great. And then he got,
1: he turned into a hunk. It was the like, here he is of Zero, Chris Pratt.
0: Zero Dark Thirty. What's he doing here? He's in Moneyball. That's yeah, I mean, okay, I guess. I get, made, he's like, here with Bobby Kodak.
1: Made like uh, five more Jurassic Parks for some reason
0: Yeah, like I think basically after uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is when it really turned
1: Oh, sure uh, Now I'm at this point just completely sick of seeing Chris Pratt or hearing about Chris Pratt or saying the name Chris Pratt I
0: mean, so. it's appropriate his name is Pratt
1: Why is that? I don't Explain know Pratt
0: it. Pratt Explain Look it. up Pratt Explain it No I Explain refuse it. I refuse
1: Anyway, Chris Pl- uh, Platt played... <laughs>
0: Dear Evan Hansen.
1: <laughs> I was going to make a joke about him playing Gabriel Malignant, but I just completely lost the thread of it now. G-
0: Gabriel Malignant his full name. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. That
1: would also have been the exact level of stupid that movie operates by the end of it.
0: How do you do? My name is Gabriel Malignant. Remember what you used to call me? The devil. Oh. I drink electricity. Ooh, what a delicious
1: fetus you have.
0: Like <laughs> how that just comes out of nowhere, too. Like, there wasn't really anything sort of in the tapes they were watching that gave that away or anything. She just like blurts it out at the end. Like, all right.
1: Well, the, sort of, sort of, there is one of the tastes was just like, yeah, it's it's feeding basically off of like her nutrients and and yeah. fluids and stuff, and it's zapping her of her energy, and so I guess that they are able to to then make the leap in logic that oh, because it's feeding off of like her nutrients, maybe that's why she's having miscarriages all the time as he's okay. basically
0: eating them. All right, well, that's 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 enough of this, but I will say like, if you're thinking about watching Malignant the twist is very easy to see coming yeah but it's the specific form it takes and the way that movie goes at the end that it's absolutely worth watching the
1: the thing that is very so my experience watching also watch upgrade
0: if you haven't seen upgrade because that's basically what this movie becomes at the end
1: yes upgrade is so fucking good too yeah um without getting into any spoilers um malignant is kind of a slow burn at the start like uh, my first 30 40 minutes of watching of it it, i was just kind of like bored
0: well no like the the first like the very beginning is insane sure sort of a similar way to the end i was like this movie rocks and then sort of turns into kind of a regular james Wan movie for a little bit although i would also say like visually it was pretty inventive i wasn't bored during it Uh, i it had some stuff, so, like, the part where she's running through the house and it's all from overhead, it's almost like some sort of messed up, like, Wes Anderson thing. Yeah. It really good.
1: I'm not saying it isn't shot in an interesting way, just that, like, it, it goes from being bonkers at the start to a really dull simmer
0: for a while, yeah, yeah. where
1: there's not that much going on. But then when it starts to get into, like, the actual meat of, like, what the villain is and what the villain's motive is and how it's committing murders after that is just a steady climb up to absolute bat shittery yeah and, and just christian just like knows at the end. minutes or so yeah.
0: is just non-stop insanity yeah so that it's... chair toss made me burst out laughing
1: oh god yeah yeah we might get into it one day. I, I would love to have a spoiler-heavy conversation about it, but I do think that people should probably sit down and watch the movie and experience yeah. it for themselves. Uh, I will say that, uh, Gabriel, as far as horror movie villains go, not that inherently scary to me. I mean, like, there's much more frightening things, like Chucky, I think, is more frightening. They could have made <laughs> it, like, a really big baby or something, but, yeah. like, yeah. still pretty good.
0: Uh-huh. You know,
1: not not scary, but, like, I'm still kind of into it.
0: Yeah. Is cool. Like, his style is cool.
1: Yeah, whenever you see the phone ringing and it says like unknown caller, you know like, some shit it's about to go on around.
0: Yeah. Also, what's her name? Like, I just kept thinking like that's not Allison Bree. <laughs> I was okay. Were you also confused about this
1: one little bit? So I. I was having some internet issues during the opening parts of the movie, which is also maybe why I kind of found it to be a little bit more dull than you did is I had to kind of keep going up and fucking route by router. So that's probably part of it. But I guess I kind of glazed over some of the stuff with uh, the lady getting taken captive in the underground uh, part of the part of the city. And so I thought that was the main characters. Whenever she showed (laughs) up like strung up, I thought it was like, they were going for something more psychological like this is not real this scene is existing as a fantasy sort of thing
0: no it shows her like gabriel jumping on her and then like her being tied up and gabriel like in the uh attic but it doesn't show you like where that is or where in relation to anything else which makes the later gag pay off
1: yeah it's just those two characters looked so similar to me for a reason also narratively they don't to me they did because she had like tape and everything over her mouth Like you only saw like half of her face and her hair was all frazzled and it seemed like she was in distress so i thought it was some sort of like visual i don't know again the router thing kind of fucked okay. up being able to watch like the first maybe 30 minutes of this movie i was constantly
0: remember, remember how up. you gave me crap for not getting the uh, beginning of uh inception when the projector like straight up messed up in my well, that theater was just,
1: that was just stupid <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
1: We you're over here mistaking people for Danny
0: Aiello, for Christ's sake. What do you want from me? It's like 12, watching Mojave Moon on IFC. (laughs) Excuse me.
1: I was glad I was able to get it sorted out, though, because I was really cutting it close to the midnight cutoff for this thing. And if it, like, cut out one more time, I would not have been able to finish Malignant. I would have to completely reload the app. My TV was just dropping internet constantly, so... Internet, here's great. What a great ecosystem for ISPs where I really have exactly one option and it's crap. It's terrible.
0: That's most of the country.
1: Yeah. Oh, weird. Almost like a cartel. By design. (laughs) Fucking garbage. Box Um, cutter. Box cutter. Box Um, (laughs) cutter. Let's roll. Okay, so do we just want to get into my spooky game now
0: sure is there anything
1: else you wanted to talk about
0: retro corner
1: is there another dc character that's just like gay (laughs) now or something like well
0: uh, by the time we finish recording we might check and there probably has been another one announced seems like they're just doing it all the time now
1: martian manhunter is now pansexual
0: well it would have to be um uh what's her name megan the the lady martian manhunter sure
1: it can't be like your main character your main dc characters yeah. it has to be a sidekick or a clone or a side character i mean everyone goes yay progress
0: but it has to they specifically be like a version of a character that people know so they can see like robin is gay yeah. or superman's gay and well no Superman's gay it, even though it's, it's technically it's not john, Superman. it's john yeah. kent he's superman in the future in this alternate timeline it's basically exactly what they did with uh, Kate Kane as Batwoman. but
1: What a victory. <laughs> what a victory. We pulled it off, guys. We finally did it.
0: <laughs> very proud of our progress. You're finally getting all of this representation that you've asked for for so long.
1: That's Oh, right. No, I was like chomping at the bit for it. I, I demanded more representation. I was just like, you got to have Robin make out with a guy. You got to have him make out with a guy or I'm never buying your books ever again. Mm-hmm. You need to show Batman's dong. Show me Batman's dong.
0: But they do keep, it. They keep messing up though. Like you wanted Dick Grayson. Instead, you get Tim Drake.
1: <sighs> yeah. Tim Drake's like still a child. Like that doesn't do anything for me. It's gotta be Dick Grayson.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh No, I I don't like Also bring back the disco collar.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't like doing the, the, the stuff of, like, oh, well, as a bisexual, here's my opinion about something. But, like, to do that this one time, I don't give a f- <laughs> fuck what orientation a goddamn comic book character is. I don't look at that and go, like, this is a personal victory. I have, I accomplished this. And I think it's fucking deranged when people do it. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't act like look. If you're happy, a character in a comic book is by yeah, it doesn't matter. Made, like yeah. more power to you. But I just every time it happens, you link it to me to go like, look, <laughs>
0: representation. Because <laughs> like, I know, because I, I know care. it angers you. <laughs> it
1: doesn't anger me. It's just more like I roll my eye. To it, my one eye—I not both at the same time, but just okay. one—and then I move on with my day because I just don't actually care. It doesn't I mean,
0: th- matter this me. is my equivalent of you like sending me weird SpongeBob edits <laughs> and saying, "Like, look at <laughs> how they're screaming all the time. How could you have watched this?
1: Those aren't edits; those are clips from the actual <laughs> show." You tell me, Squidward did not buy those motherfucking Newports.
0: <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't remember that <laughs> part anyway. <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, okay, has anything else been going on? Is there, like, another comedian now that's transphobic or something? Like, is that...
0: Uh, Not last I checked, just the Chappelle thing, which surprises nobody, or no. should surprise nobody. No, but read I Trump do lawyer. like how
1: a bunch of people were surprised by it, even though, like, yeah, the guy who's, like, give Trump a chance is transphobic. Wow. Weird. 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 Have you actually, like, read a transcript or watched the bit with all that? No. Oh, it's much right. worse than you're probably thinking it is. Yeah,
0: probably. He starts I out really with cares. like a
1: he starts out with like a joke about Chinese people, where he like pulls his face wide so his eyes are squinty and starts doing like a Chinese voice.
0: So oh. just so you know, uh, <laughs> how okay. they set the
1: stage for the transpo bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so bad, like, It's in all it? the bases. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, Dave Chappelle has been cancelled for the last, like, 20 years, so whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Retro Corner. Uh,
1: anyway, I mean, this is coming from a couple of transphobes, too, but for different reasons. We just hated that episode where Quark became a lady, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Retro Corner. Except not really. Uh, it's a spook up month, so.
0: Not doing... it's like a Sega Saturn game. Yeah, it's not part
1: of the list. I'm playing spooky games. But it's still Retro Corner. That's It's still an old game, so it still exists in the Retro Corner yes. area. But it's not an actual list game. This is not part of me checking Nobody off of my cares. list. Well, I care. This is why I'm talking about it. All right. Tim Tim Drake's bisexual. I've earned this, goddammit.
0: <laughs> he built up this cachet <laughs> from tim Drake sucking off whatever that guy's name was oh come
1: on that happened between the panels (laughs) it was implied exists exists in the gutters as we say in the comic book biz Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) look i've been validated because now comic book characters are the same orientation that i am so uh that means i can talk about lunacy with authority No game is more bisexual than Lunacy for the Sega Saturn. That's my review. Uh, This game's weird.
0: What Uh, is Lunacy?
1: Lunacy is a game that uh, Jay put me up to playing and wanted to watch me play on stream. Uh, And I could not get it running because uh, Yabusei, I guess, has emulation issues with this particular game. I think also the CD drive that I was using to try to play the disc off of. I think has some sort of latency issues. So it kind of kept lagging, loading FMVs up. And then when FMVs were not playing, it was just like blasting static through the speaker. So it would just be completely unwatchable. Uh, Also very dialogue intense, this game. So doing a stream where you were not able to actually listen to it, which is not really be like feasible. Okay. Um, So instead I still wanted to talk about it because he wanted me to play it. I kind of like lunacy, but there's also some issues with the lunacy, which is not surprising because this is a very D-esque sort of Sega Saturn game. Uh, a first-person adventure FMV interactive movie kind of nice. game is what this is. Nice, like D. Is. I just said D-esque.
0: Um, I was paying attention. I was making sure this was still recording.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, very missed esque too uh i would say it's maybe pushing more into mist territory because this game has a very like dreamlike quality to it uh although i was a bit deceived because correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't jay kind of trying to put us up to playing this as part of our spooky games month yes this isn't a horror game oh there's nothing spooky about this game (laughs) it's not frightening in the least and there's no like horror angle to it
0: then why are you talking about it now as part of Spooky? Because
1: games, right? I still want it because Jay wanted me to play the <laughs> game and goddamn it, I played the game. All right, okay. <laughs> so now I got to talk about it. Um, you
0: held up your end mean, of the bargain.
1: I did. It, it was a bit unnerving for me, I guess, because as I've said before, games like Myst that have that sort of dreamlike quality to them are, for whatever reason, a bit unsettling to me, even though it is not explicitly a horror game. I think there's just something about that kind of, like, rendering quality and that atmosphere that just kind of hits a nerve with me.
0: Like Cruelty Squad?
1: No, Cruelty Squad just makes me sick to my stomach. (laughs) And then I need to, like, lay down. Okay. But, like, it's a good sick to my stomach. So. It's like eating a real trashy burrito that just makes me want to, like, go vom, but, like, tasted good. Um, But, yeah, like... Lunacy uh puts you in control of a character named Fred. It's a very good name for a main character. Yep. <laughs> very boring, very dry. Ready. You are uh dumped out into this town, the town of uh the town of mist. It's just like mist. Oh. <laughs> it all comes together. I just figured it out.
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the town of bedrock. No, that would have been good.
1: Uh Bedrock rock should be the outro theme to this episode now. Um Bedrock Rock. Bedrock anthem. anthem. Bedrock anthem, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um You should stop spoiling what the end music's going to be. Oh I'm wrong. I'm wrong
1: like seventy percent of the time anyway.
0: Yeah, because I just picked something else specifically to spite you.
1: No, you're you're dumped out into this uh into this town, uh full of weirdos, and everyone in this town exists to serve the basically the feudal lord, uh known as Lord Gordon, which is another <laughs> very good name. Uh his side... for short. Yeah, that's right. His sidekick is Zabu, and uh his other goon is I think it's Jade. And uh, Jade likes to show up and give you very helpful hints on how to solve puzzles and also tell you that you're a dumbass, stupid boy. Like, pretty much just like that. Like, you'll walk into a bar and he's sitting there with his feet kicked up and he's just like, oh, hey, idiot. What are you doing here, you stupid? Jade seems cool. (laughs) He's great. Jade gets eaten by a rug at the end of the game (laughs) and dies. (laughs)
0: see that's uh, spooky
1: a little bit so the town of miz does have this sort that of like a exactly ethereal... as
0: spooky as anything in castlevania <laughs> maybe more
1: oh fuck off <laughs> uh it is <laughs> i think that there is a castlevania that has like animated rugs like yeah. living rugs or something i want to say that's a thing in one of them uh the town of miz has a nine uh, i thought it was in uh four but maybe i'm wrong about that mm-hmm. i don't know uh oh. The Town of Mist has a very ethereal-like quality to it. Much of the first, the entire first disc of the game is just trying to figure out how to gain access to the Town of Moons, which is apparently this, like, otherworldly paradise that everybody in the Town of Mist wishes to ascend to, but it has entered into legend and nobody knows if it's even real or not. And even though they don't know it's real, most of the people in the town either yearn for it to be or are actively trying to prove whether or not it is. And so you have apparently returned from the town of mist four years ago with amnesia. Uh, You have a cool tattoo on your head that signifies that you've been there. And Lord Gordon, Lorden uh, wants to go there too. And so he's manipulating you to try to figure out what the entrance to the town of moons is or the city of moons. Uh, And so a lot of it is just wandering around this labyrinthine town, talking to a bunch of weirdos having all of the triggers cease and not being able to progress for like an hour and wander around the entire town trying to figure out what weirdo you haven't talked to yet and what obscure corner of the map you haven't poked your head into. It is an adventure-ass adventure game. Cool. There is a. This is a very I-can't-use-the-rope-with-that kind of game. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's an old <laughs> um,
1: shipwreck. <rib>. That's right. <laughs> Boy, is it. I'm going over here to a windmill and grabbing some flour for some reason. I don't know. There's a rope ladder here. What do I use that for? Fuck if I can tell.
0: I can't use these things together. (laughs) That's right. That's my little Uh, buddy
1: but it, it still like manages to keep you invested atmospherically. And I think that the actual like animations that they use for showing you going from place to place are very well done. It, the transition between locations is far smoother than D. In fact, like you fly through locations in the town. It is not even trying to simulate you walking. It is like you're being pulled by some force, which just adds to that dreamlike element, everything. Um, where the game graphically falls apart is the character models. Uh, everyone kind of looks like that guy from Scary Movie 2 that has, like, the one fucked-up hand. Like, everyone's got, like, really <laughs> tiny hands in this for some reason. Okay. And everyone's walk cycles look it's like... It's Yeah. Everyone has, like, walk cycles that are on the same exact level as that one uh, that one clip of Guts vibrating off-screen <laughs> in the last Berserk <laughs> anime. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot of, like, real... Just I wish I could show you and I'll probably, like, look up some footage to share with you after. But just characters walking off screen in this game is always hilarious. Um, also, everyone in the town, like, almost everyone is openly hostile towards Fred, 2 in a way that's really great. Like, every time you go to the doctor's office, he's like, what the fuck do you want? I'm the sole doctor of Lord Gordon and I help nobody else. And if you don't have anything for me, then get fucked
0: it's very rude he's not sticking to his uh, hippocratic oath
1: no he's not like later in the game too you bring him an item that he actually badly needs like this rare herb and he's just like okay great shame you got to leave now get out (laughs) ungrateful Uh, there's like two people who are into you a guy named gray whose daughter died and uh, uh because like Lord Gordon wanted to marry her and she wasn't into it, uh, and then she mysteriously uh, disappeared one day. Wonder what happened. Hmm. Uh and a guy named Anthony who wants to turn into a butterfly because he's some other kin win- some other kin weirdo. <laughs> yeah, it's Anthony Soprano, he's here. Yeah. Uh, this is all a dream sequence in the Sopranos. You walk by a fish stand, they all start talking to you. Um but the characters are interesting so it does manage to keep you invested even though like a lot of the puzzles solving stuff is just very obtuse. It's it's not even necessarily that the puzzles themselves are hard to piece together. It is more just you kind of hit this roadblock where the game won't progress and you just have to go everywhere and try everything. Um, so in that sense it's not... At least the first disc is not super fun to play but the story and the characters are, are still enough to keep you going. Then you get to the second disc and shit gets... Fucking weird. Oh, like Final Fantasy VII. Yes, exactly <laughs> like Final Fantasy VII. You go to some real Final Fantasy-ass places by way of mist. Um, Literally by way of mist. The town gets covered in mist and everyone gets transported to the City of Moons. Uh, except, uh-oh, that's too many people for the City of Moons and you all have to leave now because it's going to make the place collapse in on itself. Uh, When you end up here, you're just in this very bizarre place like a bunch of towers suspended in space with like the twin, like twin moons above it. And you have to solve these really bizarre puzzles. And they tell you like every object in this place actually contains a human soul. Like all the items are living and like all the characters in the game are trapped in like death traps. And you have the option of letting them die or you can save them for the good. ending. Uh, so the doctor, you come up on him, he's in a room and it's like, if you let him out of this room, his soul will leave his body and so you can go like, I'm going to unlock the door to the room and let him out and kill him. There's a mother and her son. If you don't give them a, a wing, a feather to be able to fly, they will just jump off a cliff and die.
0: Game gets, sounds good.
1: Game gets weird. <laughs> that rug eats a guy.
0: Uh, this but all more, sounds much spookier than Castlevania.
1: None of this is spookier than Castlevania. It's just, it's very, it's very bizarre. The The whole second half of the game actually ended up getting me extremely invested into it. So like the, that first disc is a bit of a climb, but when you get to the second one, the, the game really kind of gets going. The puzzles get more involved. They get a lot more interesting. Uh, navigation becomes very weird and confusing, but then it also, I think, kind of complements the atmosphere of the second disc. So it works uh, lord gordon has a sword he's going to stab
0: you with it well lordon's got a sword in. <laughs> that's right
1: <laughs> uh spoiler alert for lunacy uh the lady who died turns out you were her boyfriend and you absconded to the city of moons to get away from it all where your love could be eternal and uh, gordon was like fuck that and decided to do a murder and now he's here, and you have to kill him with an axe. And okay. that's the game. It is a cool, like, final fight. Is You have an axe, and you're fighting a dude with a oh, sword. Oh, there? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's the mayor of the
0: Town of Mist. Yeah. Lorden <laughs> was actually part of the Mad Gear gang.
1: That makes sense. He seems like a real, like, Mad Gear kind of weirdo. Okay. There's a lot of good uh dubbing in this where he will laugh and his mouth won't be moving and then his mouth will start moving and there will be no sounds coming out of it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Dubbing in this game is real good. Uh one thing I missed in it apparently is uh when you beat the I game you can missed. Yeah. When you beat the game you can put the first disc back in and put in a code and it gives you like a bunch of extra weird scenes that I think are supposed to be
0: sort of demo theater-esque. It's like outtakes, like you've got Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan here kicking doors in.
1: Yeah, I think, like, I I read about it late last night as I was going to bed and was just like, huh, apparently I missed this whole, like, element of this game. Uh, But I have a save right before the the end of it, so I might go back in and check that out. I also made a save before you rescue everybody so I could just go back and watch everyone die. Because I am that kind of a sicko. And also because I wanted to get the good ending. So The good ending is also a bad ending, though. Because everybody gets out of the, the city of uh, moons. And so they also now have amnesia and sick forehead tattoos. Mm,
0: that's so that's fine. You come back
1: four years later and nobody recognizes you. Except for Anthony, who somehow was immune to it. Uh, and, you're, and you're just pals. And you just go look at his butterfly collection. He's got some ducks in the backyard that he wants to show you. They keep going
0: into his pool. It's great. Ratings for Lunacy for the Sega Saturn. Ah, like a two out of five. Wow.
1: <laughs> no, um, I would on the on the mist scale, I would say that this is like seventy percent mist. Okay. You'll have I'm to sure. determine for yourself whether or not that means it's a good game.
0: I don't know. I'm so tired of your gimmick ratings. <laughs> I don't understand them. I don't like them. I don't they, like anything they, about them.
1: They exist or hurt you. Yeah. That's the entire reason they exist. It's because I know what they do to you, and I know what they do to your mind. That's all I well, got. that's
0: it for this week.
1: No, I also played Resident Evil Zero, but uh eh. eh.
0: <laughs> An actual spooky game. Eh. It's got, it's got like messed up, it's got leeches, it's got uh spiders. Those are spooky. Nothing spookier
1: than putting a green herb on the ground and not being able to get the character to pick it the fuck back up again. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs>
1: not ever. It's goodbye, dinosaurs. <laughs>
0: Goodbye, dinosaurs.
1: Whatever. Go emulate some dinosaurs.
0: Sometimes I feel like I need a vacation. Sometimes I feel like I want to go to the city of cavemen, the city of bedrock.
1: I'd be a Flintstone, now I'll tell you why.
0: Barney Rock He's a midget buddy make a lot of trouble Doesn't like the shape He got cake.